20 odd years ago, an A-levels teacher introduced me to American country music. One day, he thrust a cassette into my hands. Towns Van Sant, it said on the sleeve. Who? I said. Well, he said, you know Steve Earle? He'd given me a tape of him the previous week. Steve Earle said that Towns Van Sant was the best songwriter ever and that he'd stand naked on Bob Dylan's coffee table in his cowboy boots to declare it. Well, I'd like to adapt that saying to introduce voices from the Dales Bard, for John Thwaite of Hawes was the finest poet Yorkshire has produced, and I'd stand naked on Simon Armitage's coffee table in a flat cap to declare it. Oh, those eggs have been in a pub, soaping ale, but they'll alter this house when I've told the me tale. That's the late Jack Fawcett reading a John Thwaite poem, more shortly. Who, though, was John Thwaite? He was a Wensleydale man, born in 1873. Dialect was his tongue. He ran a grocer's shop here on Main Street in the town of Hawes, high in the hills. The place hasn't changed much since his day, only there are cars now, rather than horses and carts. One of John Thwaite's very best poems follows on nicely from Voices from the Dales Chapels, as it's about a local preacher called John. I'll pick up between the verses to explain the dialect. The Quarryman's Cross Now, John, me lad, what's up tonight? Thou doesn't look like this hell. If there's summat at an an out about, pray open thy mouth and tell. What is, me lad, at those fashion about? The Luke's seer dowly and gloom. Hester lost some brass. Cat the Mackenzie's mate. Is the frightened at bums will come. So this is John's wife speaking to him as he gets through the door at night. He doesn't look like himself. He's bothered about something and looks dowly. That's miserable. And she wonders whether he's lost some money, brass, or can't make ends meet. John starts his reply by saying it's nothing like that and he's fit for work at the quarry, although suffering from arthritis. No, he's been insulted in the newspaper and is thinking of stopping being a local preacher, taking his name off the plan. Well, and me lass, if they want to know, I'll tell them, right and straight. I've lost near brass. What can my ends mate? Though it's sometimes rather a fight, it isn't me wage that's bothering me. Though I wish to a bigger that is, I feel gay, strong, and fit for work. Though plagued with rheumatiz, no, I'm thinking a living Sunday skill and tucking me near of the plan. I've been written about in a paper and called a law-browed man. They said me hands weren't our clean when I spread them hot pulpit yarn out. The fan fault, cause I talked to hell, said I was just out of date. Now, don't agree. 
John has been called a low-browed man in the newspaper. His hands weren't clean and he was out of date for talking of hell. John tells his wife the criticism has driven him mad and that despite walking in snow to chapels in Askrig and Marset for years, from now on he'll let the educated person take his place. Language in Bible of bother me. And ah, me grammar's bad. But to call me labroud, I tell thee lass, it's almost driven me mad. They would have been talking at scum at earth. A some convict, a brute, a thief. Nay, there's near a place for locals today, me lass. That's getting to be my belief. I've walked miles and miles on God's good day, Daskrig, and round about thar. I've gone in all weathers, rain and snow, to mars it, but never no more. I always did me humble best, and never gave out about pay. But it's time to give our ask you to think, when they sneer in this nasty way. And see I've about made up my mind to give way to a better chap. They want dedicated men today. Psychic me, they say they'd scrap. Though Nas, I never went much to school. I started walk when ten. I feel that I ain't quite good enough. They want up-to-date, clever men. Oh dear, he is feeling sorry for himself. His wife Anne now tells him to talk like that no more. She says he can't help having a low brow. It's just as God made him. And it doesn't matter that his hands aren't over clean. God doesn't look at your skin, but always at your heart, she says. So let their poisoned arrows dart. No, John. Brother talk like that near ma. Tak near notice what critics say. Some fansome folks is bad to please. The big farmer no they pray. If the brew is la, no can't help that. It's just as God made it, me lad. And when they're finding fault, with his handiwork, they're getting gay present and bad. What if the hands weren't our clean? They needn't think that's a sin. A man with a spear and a pick doesn't wear kid gloves to save his skin. God doesn't look at the skin or the brow. Yours looks at the heart, and if that be clean, let them talk away, let their bushendarrows dart. Now Annie's on a roll, giving John a pep talk. She tells him Jesus himself called out unlearned and ignorant men, and that the weak confound the mighty. 
You must stick to your post, she says, and never grow cold. These are the last two verses of the poem. They say those ignorant. Let them say. Let them read their Bible, and then they'll find out that our Lord is hell called out some unlearned and ignorant men. His tilt friend of a true working man is Nazareth Carpenter John. They'll forget all about what was said on earth when they hears his welcome. Well done. Aye, the wake still confound the mighty me lad and ignorant teach the wise and them that turn others to righteousness shine like brilliant stars in God's skies. Though one stick to the post and never grow cowed spite at year and sneer and frown for he that is faithful and bears his cross will one day wear his crown. John Thwaite, in capturing the conversation of a quarryman and his wife in their kitchen, makes the hairs stand up on my arm. Main Street, here in Hawes, used to be where livestock were traded every Tuesday. It was in John Thwaite's day that the trade moved to a purpose-built auction mart on the edge of town. In the auction mart, John Thwaite writes about a sale of new calved dairy cows, although it included liggers off and springers, words which both mean cows in calf. Auction mart. It's Tuesday. Market day at ours. And this is auction mart. Farmers are mustering well and all, bravery art and part. There's just a fair to middling show, and you cough cows today. The springers still, and liggers off, some ninety odd, they say. Next, John Thwaite introduces Jack the Yard Boss, with the tickets and paste for sellers. It's terribly thronged at the mart as the bidding starts, but the bids are low, and Bella Bill, from Gale, says he won't accept £30 for his beast. There's Jack, the yard boss, and Will, fret bands, with tickets and with pierced. They're terrible throng this morning, they're numbering every beast. When judging our seal starts with mart about chock full and right away to finish it gangs on without a lull the bidding starts at twenty pound and then cow sticks at thirty it's plain to say the chap at selling getting rather shutty then Edwin says, I'll knock her down. I suppose she is for sale. Nay, nay, hold on. I wouldn't doubt, says Bella Bill Fletgale. 
I wouldn't take it, wouldn't tact. So the auctioneer says, turn the cow out and let's have another in the ring. In comes a cow and it's a very fine animal. It's so long in the back, it's likened to the length of a wet week and it's bag, that's the udder, and tit, the teats, are there for all to see. But still, the bids are too low. Then turn her out, says Mr Hook. We'll have another in. And in she comes, a bonny ruin. Near wonder she could win. Says Edwin, who says sixty? A jingler that, says he. As long as a wet week, we bag and tit for all to see. She gets set off at thirty. Edwin begs and prays away. At thirty-five, Jan hears, I stuck in out at short today. Thwaite sums up the standoff by saying the buyers have had tough lives and are cute as jugglers, canny. And yet the sellers too aren't so very green. They're mostly hardish sellers. They've had gay clacking lives. It's fairly cappin' these bad times that only farmer thrives. And Greek meets Greek when take meets take. There's money a took Buyers are cute as jugglers. For years on go they've been. And sellers are fit to travel too. The late Jack Fawcett, a council road worker from Askrig, reading John Thwaite. I think John Thwaite's poems are precious in part because no one today speaks in dialect. Only those born in the Dales before about 1920 grew up speaking it. Yes, the odd dialect word still appears in everyday speech. You'd hear them here in Hawes if, like me, you were staking out a street corner. Children who are picky with food are still keisty, and anyone who has had a big meal will still declare themselves brossen. RP English, however, has decisively taken over. Yet in John Thwaite's poems, as Kit Calvert once said, we have a treasure house of dialect words and rhythm. In the next episode, hear the Voices from the Dales, Museum Makers. Thank you for listening.